if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. So plan your time block. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle in a Thanksgiving week. I'm Jesse Zagorski, one of the other hosts here at Agent Power Huddle. I am so excited to introduce you to uh, to our guest today. And can I call you Leo? Do you go by Leo or, or how, how do you introduce yes. yourself normally? Okay, just maybe we should. Good. <laughs> All right, good, because I know you as Leo. So we have an agent out of Massachusetts named Leo Jesus, who is an incredible human being, an incredible agent. Um, he's what we call a, a, at, our, at our company at AXP, he's called an icon agent, which um, means not only does he sell a lot of houses, but he actually you know gives back to the, to the community too. So, but uh, I mean, as if you don't know what an icon agent is, it means he gets he got his entire cap back in the form of stocks. So it means he sells sell a lot of houses. Um, and Leo, before we dive into that, I know we're talking about you see the, the exact title we're talking about is time management and a successful yes. career work-life balance, which for Thanksgiving week, I thought was perfect. Um, give everybody a little background, you know, how do you describe the area you work how, how, and how long you've been in real estate for? Well, thank you, Jesse. And it's a pleasure to be here with you guys. Um, I've been with re- in real estate for about five years. It's me and my wife, Mary, and my three kids, as you guys can see on my background here. And this is basically what we strive for. And the whole talk that I have today and anything that we do is based on the family. And I'll explain to you guys a little more once we get going with this. But yes, yeah, so we, Massachusetts, um, it's a big area, but we work on the Boston area, like north of Boston in the Lowell area. We try to stay focused on our um, county. But we serve the whole state of Massachusetts and Southern New Hampshire. I, I love it. All right, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of stay out of the way and let you start it off. I'll jump in it whenever needed. But I just want to set some context for everybody. Tell people how, how many houses did you sell last year? I mean, you have three kids. You've been doing real estate for five years. Uh, how many houses did you sell last year? We have sold, and I say we because it's the the work together. Me and my wife Mary, we sold 30, 30 houses in the last three years consistently okay 30 houses consistently a year like this is what i want to put the context on as he talks about this it's not like he like he's got three kids and we're going to put the context of family and how it puts here i'm i'm thrilled so leo start us off i'll jump in wherever needed but i'm excited all right to hear how you how you balance this too thank you jesse so i'd like to set up a foundation for what i'm going to say and it's this um i'm always come and I approach everything in the sense of a student. I'm always trying to learn every day. I try to learn more, even if it's just with my kids. As a matter of fact, after I had my kids, they are the ones that taught me the most to be, to, to prioritize my day, to know what's important. They helped me the most because by observing them, I can then get inspiration from them on how to help my, my buyers and my clients to buy their house. Because as you guys know, once you have kids, now it's like one bathroom in a family. It's kind of hectic, you know? It's like in the morning, it's a, it's a chore. 
and everybody's trying to get into the bathroom. It's it's a so looking at that way, it's like it's funny, but at the same time, if you think of what we do as helping a family, like okay, well, let me see if I can get you a house with two bathrooms, or at least you do have a means of of doing that. So looking that way, the other thing that I always think is I always pay attention to the words that we use. They can cause, um, they can create a foundation on how we see and prioritize our day because what we say most of the times is what we believe. Sometimes we can try to trick ourselves and like we're not deceiving anybody else, but deceiving ourselves based on the words we use to please some people. But at the same time, we forgot to please first ourselves. And how do we do that? It's by having that sense of accomplishment once we get back home. That brings me to my next point. Where is the separation between home and work? Because what I find, I find myself doing most of the times, and I thank goodness that I work with my wife and we both work in real estate, so we have to be policing each other. Sometimes we don't know where work begins and home starts. Because you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is you worry about that transaction. You get your phone and from there on, it's like there's no stopping. Then, Or you go to work, you do everything home and then you go to work, you come back home. And it seems like you never left the office because you are always on your phone because everything today is in social media. And sometimes we, we nudge each other at home and go like, hey, you are home now. Because the kids are back from school, there is dinner to, dinner to be made, and we need to separate time to be with the kids. And all of that comes to culminate on the stress level that we put on ourselves. Because by the time we, we spend that time working and trying to multitask, we end up not doing everything the way we would like to do. And it creates a stress. And once we stress stressed with the work and with the our home life that's when we start making mistakes and mistakes in real estate cost money and time and we don't want that to happen so i have three things to be better at time management and have a successful career with work and life balance i separate three things here and the first one basically the three things they are not in any specific order but this is how I chose to, to work on myself. Take care of yourself first. And that comes physically and mentally. I don't know how about you guys, but I passed 40. I'm going to be 43 December 11th. And there is something that I noticed very quick. My body doesn't respond the same. You know, it's like five o'clock in the morning doesn't. It doesn't look the same. It doesn't feel the same as I, when I was 30. It doesn't, I'm not even going back to the 20s. When I was 30, you know, five o'clock comes up and I would get up and go. Now it's like I'm thinking, you know, but physically, what you eat, what a kind of exercise you do, if you do any, it sounds cliche, but it's not. The moment we have our physical being informed, we can then work on our mental um, aspect of our lives. And they together will give us the power to be very successful in everything that we do. 
And by mentally, I want to spend some time here. Mentally means watch what you put in your mind. Watch what you hear from other people. And by people, I'm not saying just the person that you see in front of you, but like the news, the, the social media and everything else. You got to be selective on what you allow to get into your mind because that will create emotions. And here's me playing with the words, emotions and feelings. To me, it sounds different because they mean two different things to me. And I, let me explain. If I say, can you express to me the emotions you are feeling? Now you can see that emotions is what you express. Feelings is what is inside, right? So what you feel comes out as emotions. But the way can you express to me, how do you do that? When I say the word anger, inevitably in our minds, we imagine a, a mad face, right? Or something. So every time we say words in our brains, we have an image of something, some sort. Like if I say apple, everybody will imagine an apple. But if I say my son, what kind of image do you have in your head? That's a different language. It's the same fruit. But if I say the word my son, it may not mean anything to you because you don't have an image. So that said, when I say work in your mind or work on your mental aspect of your life, I'm also saying know yourself. Know what you know. Because at that point, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about you because you know what you know. And that comes back to set up everything else. The second point is make your time count. How do you make your time count? Prioritize your routine. Avoid multitasking. This is something that me and my wife, we always had an argument because I'm the kind of person that I, I like to do one thing at a time. The moment I have, there are too many things for me to do in front of me, I lose focus. I, I can't do anything the way I, I'd like to do. My wife calls herself a multitasker and she can, she can be talking on the phone, cooking something and can be talking on the phone and doing something else. And I'm like, I can't do that. I'm not saying that it's impossible. Kudos to whoever can do that. But that doesn't mean that that task is going to be completed the way that best serves you and your client. So if you can avoid multitasks, set up time blocks. This time I'm going to separate to focus on my social media. This time I'm going to separate to focus on my offers, on my clients, on setting up my next meeting, on do something else. But if you can, Set up time blocks and avoid multitask. Use the Pomodoro method. Um, Krista, one of our coaches, she talks a lot about the Pomodoro method. So block your time to do something. Go then focus on that one task. Set up. I know that we have a video talking about the 12-week year. Set up what your 12-week year would look like. So you have a priority of what you're going to do for marketing. How many clients are you going to serve? What kind of clients are you going to serve? How much money are you expecting to make this time or these 12 weeks? 
So that way, you have a clear understanding of who you are and what you are focused on. The third one... Leo, Leo be, yes. before you do the third one, will you go back and explain, in case someone doesn't know what the Pomodoro technique is, will you explain, what, because I mean, there's people that might not have been exposed to it, and to you, it's like, well, it's, it's, a, it's just it's so simple, but someone, it might be their, their big light bulb moment. Will you break down what is the Pomodoro technique? Yes. So basically, let's say you separate today to focus on the copy to an ad that you have to do, right? So in my case, we work with families. So what kind of, of, what kind of message do I want on that um, ad? I would set up a 25-minute time, and you can do that on your phone. You can set up a timer, or you can buy the little box. Uh, we have a, the, the real red box. That in each side of the box, there are a different a lot of time. So the Pomodoro method is the method that you you set up the timer and you focus on that one thing for twenty five minutes or fifteen minutes, and until that time expired, you not allow yourself to take any breaks of any sort. And that has made a very good process for us in order to accomplish something in a short amount of time, but with perfection. That helps? I love it. Thank you. That was perfect. Thank <laughs> oh, you. You, yeah. you can go on to the third one now. I just want to make sure. We, in case, I know we're going to have people saying, well, what's the Pomodoro technique? Anyway, <laughs> you got it. I love it. Thanks, Leo. Yes. So the third one is establish clear boundaries. Now, that can sound very vague. What do I mean by boundaries? And how can we apply to what we do? For example, I don't do rentals. That's a boundary. I have agents trying to come to me and say, hey, I want to come to EXP with you. And I want to focus on rental. I'm like, you know, EXP is such a big company. There is this guy, this guy, and this other guy that does rentals. I wouldn't be honest with you if I told you that I could help you. That's not what I do. I don't have the techniques. I don't have the tools. I don't know exactly how to, to help you do that. I'll be glad to help you get in touch with this person. They will help you. And somebody may go and say, well, Will, but couldn't you just attract them to EXP and connect them with somebody else later? I could, but I know my boundary and I know what I can focus on. By attracting that person to me or under me and trying to help them otherwise, I'm going to have to get out of my focus, which is selling to families and focus on rentals. If I don't do that, if I don't focus on rentals to know what to help that other agent with, I'm causing them a disfavor and I'm causing myself a disfavor. And that's where it comes to the first one. Mentally, you need to know yourself boundaries you need to know how far you want to go because that's when you make your time count if i divide my attention into too many things i know myself i won't be able to be successful maybe that could be your situation maybe not but whatever it is that you do understand that your boundaries will set you to success 
or to failure because the boundary is not just on the work ethic as well. It could be with your family. My family is in Brazil. My mom just sent me a message this morning. I said, good morning. She sent me a message and it's a result from a doctor's appointment. I had to tell her, look, I'm preparing to be in a meeting. I'll talk to you as soon as I finish. That's a boundary. How much time are you going to give to, to another person, whether it's family or client? And what is that going to create on your day? Because here's what I know. I was prepared for this. If I spent five minutes talking to my mom about that uh, doctor's result, I'm going to stop going. My mind's going to start going there and I'm losing focus of this meeting. And this was something very hard for me to do because that can be with your spouse, with your coworker, with your kids, with your friend, anybody. And sometimes that can derail your day. And an action that you do today could be three weeks, three months from today could be an effect. And you never know. So the other thing I, I learned to do was to be honest with myself. In the sense that like, I won't tell you anything just to make you feel good. I'll tell you the truth. And by doing that, it gives me a sense of freedom. So if I'm talking with a client and I, I believe that that house is not for them, I'm going to politely tell them, look, I know you love this house. I think we can find a better one for you. But if you think because this one is closer to your mom, to work, to to the school of your kids and all that, that's fine. But understand that this foundation has a crack on it. And that could be a headache for you. So being honest with yourself first doesn't mean you, can't, you have to be mean to other people, but you have to be honest. And sometimes being honest means you're going to have to lose that client. I have done that as well. Why? Because by being honest with myself, I don't associate myself with certain aspects of business that other people do. And I'm going to make a case in point. Uh, loan officers, for example. There are certain loan officers in our area that their work is kind of confusing. The clients look good. By the time you get into the transaction, it's extension after extension. The deals die or there's always a headache. There's always stressful. To the point that I've been honest with my clients, look, I can work with you, with any other loan officer, but this particular one, their work, their experience that I had has not been good. If you want to stay with them, I'll work with you, but it's your responsibility to make sure that everything else works financially. And I've lost clients because of that. And I'm okay with that. And this is the beautiful thing about being organized in taking care of yourself, making your time count, and establishing clear boundaries. By rejecting that client, I'm taking care of my mental aspect. I'm not going to be stressed with that transaction. Making my time count. I'm not going to end up in the end of 45 days dealing with that transaction and the transaction dies. Because the loan officer didn't do their work. And I'm going to establish clear boundaries. I'm not going to put myself in that situation. Not saying that that's going to happen to everybody. I'm not saying that that's 
what happens every day. I'm giving you examples of boundaries and how the extent that I take to my life. Now, to wrap it up, I don't want to give an impression that the world is all roses and 30 transactions comes easy. <laughs> this is basically me and my wife work together, but when I'm here at work, she's taking care of kids. When they are in school, we are both at full time at work. But once that it's time to go, to get them, I'm here, she's there. So 30 houses per year has been the last three years. We've been work, working as in real estate for five years. Well, I've been five years. She's been six years. And it's never full time, both of us. It's pretty much part time from each of us. So the potential to do more is there. But then probably a uh, conversation for another time, but then it comes the, <laughs> the systems that you have, the coaching, these meetings, and everything that you need to prepare yourself, to uh, the knowledge you need to acquire in order to be, uh, to move to the next level. So again, at the beginning, it was like five, 10 houses, the first two years. And then we start doing coaching and we discover Krista and we study for a long time with her and we learned a lot from her. And then we discover the agent collecting the power huddle and we start watching the videos and learning from every single one of you guys that comes to this program, to this podcast and share the information. Linnea has been like, my goodness, she's a ball of information. And we, we learn from everybody. And that's how in the last three years, we've been able to maintain. And now we are preparing. We are already preparing for next year. We want to break the thirties. We want to go like to 40 houses next year. And we've tried, we've come close, but we want to make that consistently. And that's the key. It's not just do it once. We wanted to do it consistently. I hope all of these help you guys. And if anybody has any question, I'll be happy to answer. I love this, Leo. And we do have a number of people here live on the Zoom. So if anyone does have a question, feel free to unmute yourself. Um, the Lene, he's talking about is Lene Carver. She's on Fridays on Agent Power Huddle. She does, uh, uh, she's off this Friday because it's Thanksgiving. But in general, she, you're right. She is awesome. But Leo, this is great. I've got a question on, on boundaries. But let's see if anyone else has a question first. Anyone else have a question for okay. Leo they'd like to ask? All right, if not, if not, I'm going to ask the first question because we got about seven minutes. So on boundaries, it really kind of like, I mean, I get the concept. And when you said, you know, before this started, your, your mother sent you a message and you said uh, about a doctor, most people I think would drop everything and be like, I've got to do something with that. And I'm trying to think through, how are you able to stay focused? Is it because you've just developed a habit with boundaries? Is it because you know nothing with your mother will change 30 minutes from now? How are, how are you able to kind of work through that in your mind? I'd love to know more. It's a very simple concept that I learned from my dad. My dad is a pastor and I grew up in a pastor's house. And the concept he taught me was this. Love yourself. Oh, love your neighbor as you love yourself. How can I love my mom? The same way that I, that I love myself. In order to love myself, I have to take care of myself first. This meeting, real estate, is how I take care of my family, is how I take care of myself, is how I, I, I'm able to make money. 
is how I, I'm able to help her. From here, the, the thought that went through my mind is like, what can I do for her from here that I cannot do 30 minutes from now? So it, it's really, it's like when it comes, it goes back to the number one, which is taking care of yourself. So every morning I try to sit down and just think. I just stop there and I put some music and I literally just think about myself. How am I feeling? I talk to myself like, Leo, it's a beautiful day. The sun rose again. You're breathing. How are you feeling today? And sometimes my wife literally, she looks at me and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, honey, I'm just being, I'm just going deep, getting myself to understand how I'm feeling so I can be the best version for you. Because, and this is how I'm able to keep the smile in my face. It's because once I know that I'm okay, I'm alive, I'm breathing. Tomorrow is, it's another day. Don't worry about tomorrow. Focus on today. What can I do today? Well, today I'm going to talk with the Power Huddle, with Jesse and other agents, and we are going to have a good time. I don't have a script. I only have bullet points. I like to be um, free to express. I like to be, if I'm wrong, I hope you guys can come and say, Leo, I think you should think about this this way because I learned. That's how I learned. I don't like to be set on stone on what I'm going to say or do, but that's how I came up to be um, focused on this, Jesse, by understanding that in order to love anybody, in order to do anything good for anybody, I have to first take care of me. I, I love that. I really do. We, we have time for another one or two questions. I've got more questions I can ask, obviously, but I also have a question I want to ask Leah. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep asking. I have another, another question. So okay. um, as you were kind of building into this, you said you've got your, your time blocking um, and, your, and your focus periods of time. Does that ever change throughout the day? Like, do you set out the beginning of the day? Because I can tell you're a very strategic thinker. Do you set out, map out your day and then just follow it? Or it, but then you just said something a minute ago, you like to be free. Does it kind of free flow? Like, do you change those blocks throughout the day? How, how does that work for you? This is something that I had to learn the hard way. I've never used schedules before. Every time I, the word, somebody said to me the word schedule, I would literally go like, because I would feel like, a, like, a, like a prison, prisoner. Like I would feel like very impossible to move. And I had to learn that a schedule doesn't mean you can't change. It just means you have a plan. A time block means you have a plan. This is the time that I'm going to focus on this. Now, if something happened and it's an emergency and you need to adjust, you can move that time block to another time. But now you're not stressed because you're not going to forget. You just moved the time block. It didn't just go away. But the moment you don't have the time block and something else happened and you lose your focus, good luck trying to remember what it is that you, you know you, you forgot something, but now you have no idea when you're going to do it or what it is that you forgot. So here's the saying that simplifies that. If you fail to plan, 
you are planning to fail. So plan your time blocks. I love it. Uh, we have two minutes. If someone wants to get a hold of you to ask you questions, maybe they're shy to ask them here and they want to ask them offline. <laughs> uh, how, what's the best way for someone to connect with you? To me, very simple. 978-729-5945. Send me a text. That's my cell phone number. Anybody who calls me, if you send me a text, just send me a text with your email or your, with your name and your, your number, and I'll be happy to call you back or text you back. I love it. And if, and if they have referrals to the Boston area, of course, just put that in, in the beginning of the text. It gets you a really fast response when you say, I've got, yeah. got a client in Boston. <laughs> of course. I, I love it. Yeah. Anything else you want to leave people with, with, with Leo, before we wrap up? Focus on the eternal part of people's life. That's what I do with my clients. When I'm dealing with them, I am focusing on the part that is eternal, not the ones that are physical, that passes. What do I mean by that? We focus on how, what, what is the experience they are having and not how big is the house or what color is the house. That's, those are important, but my focus is on how they are feeling. If you go on our Instagram, it's Mary Ribeiro Realtor on Instagram, you're going to see pictures of our clients. And the most requested thing that we have for some reason is the little gift we give them, which is a picture frame with a, a, a tree and the name of all, all the family members around it. And people literally come up to us and say, I want to buy my house with you because I want to take that picture at the end. The picture doesn't have our name, doesn't have our phone number, doesn't have the name of our brokerage, doesn't have anything. But every single person that goes to this, these clients' houses, they, they know who gave them the picture frame. So, and that means something. I'll tell you a little story about that. There was a client that got the picture frame and they got somebody, they hired somebody to, to organize their house. And the person came and decided to move the picture frame from the main wall in the living room and put it like some other hidden wall. And their argument was, oh, it doesn't go with the decoration. And the client literally went like, you don't understand. This is not about the decoration. It's about what it means to me. So that's what I'm saying. It's like focus on the part that's eternal. Memories are eternal. Transactions are not. What a great way to wrap this up, especially in a Thanksgiving week. Leo, this is amazing. Thank you for being thank here. You. Truly, thank you for sharing. Yeah. If you guys have questions for Leo, you got his cell number. Just text him. He's available. Yes. Right? Have a wonderful week. This is great. Happy Thanks. Thanksgiving. You guys, too. Happy Thanksgiving. But we'll, yeah, we'll be back here tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day of the week for Ancient Power Little this week. Amy Izzo is going to be hosting. And then uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. All right, guys. Have a good week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye-bye. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.